Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Joined now by the great Jody McDonald. Jody Mack, how you been? Good, bud. And you? Doing great. Thanks for asking. Okay. <laughs> so now, asking. here we go. Uh, preseason games are over. Reactions will be interesting because of preseason games. They played last night. So what do you think, in your mind, is the biggest overreaction and what might be an underreaction? One of the things you can't see on radio is me blessing myself for the fact that preseason games are over. Thank you very much. Um, Nick Sirianni has had a phenomenal record since he's taken over as coach of the Eagles when it comes to regular season games and joint practices. But he's got awful when it comes to preseason games because he just doesn't care. They think that it's a waste of time and too much of a risk to put star players out there on the field. So good on the Colts for having beat the Eagles third and fourth stringers last night. I don't know that you can judge much of anything, Steve. You have to have faith that the players who play to the level to get to the Eagles for the Super Bowl last year are just going to jump out there and play damn close to week number one. If that's the case, they're the team to beat in the NFC again. We won't know it until we see it on a Sunday, not on a Thursday night with third and fourth teamers playing. So uh, I, I don't know that you can learn much of anything with the way the Philadelphia Eagles handle preseason. I, I can't agree with you more. I mean, in the Peyton Manning era, ironically, the Eagles played the Colts last night. They were 4-28 and in the preseason in the Peyton Manning <laughs> era. He never played. Last I checked, they were regulars in the playoffs. And, oh, by the way, you, me, and Jalen Hurts all tied uh, for touchdown passes in the preseason. That would be 0-0-0. Zero, zero, <laughs> zero. Because Jalen didn't play, you didn't play, I didn't play. So we're keeping up with uh, pretty good company. Yeah, no question. Uh, when you look at a couple of the subtle things, though, that do, that do have to go with this team, when you look at guys like Nicobe Dean and the kids, you know, all from Georgia, Jalen Carter and uh, and Davis, What's your thought on what each one needs to do to advance that cause? What does Dean need to do? What should Car- what can Carter contribute, and what can Davis do to make himself better so that the Eagles defensively are better in your mind? Even though Davis and Carter were both first-round picks and the Kobe wasn't taken until the third round, oh, he is easily the most important of the group. Uh, the Eagles made downplay didn't need a linebacker except for the fact that they got good linebacker play. Let both of them walk out the door, but they got good linebacker play on the way to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, the Eagles have such depth on the offensive line, specifically at the defensive tackle position, and that Davis and Carter are part of that, but they've got other good players that play there as well. So, yeah, it's incumbent on the Kobe Dean to hit the ground running. We got to see some of him in the preseason. Uh, those who go to the joint practices said he played well enough there, and that's why he didn't even play in last night's game. Uh, I was a huge fan coming out of college. I thought the Eagles should have used a second-round pick on him. And when they got him in the third, I was ecstatic. Uh, people want to point to the fact that he's undersized. He's a player, and he's going to be a player, and he's going to be very good at middle linebacker, and he will be the captain of that defense. Uh, but he needs to be because the Eagles are going to be leaning on him to be that good. The other two guys are just flat-out studs as far as talent go, 
But we need to judge them when they get out there again on Sunday afternoons. Uh, yeah. Flashing plays and uh, the, uh, Carter's first play from scrimmage. He beats the offensive lineman and gets the quarterback. Hey, great. It's phenomenal. He looks like he's going to be everything he's supposed to be. He needs to yeah. do it for an entire season. Yeah. And the undersized part, I mean, I'm like you, Jody. I'm looking at, you know, I want to see athletes, but I'm looking at football players. Sam Mills uh-huh. was undersized. He was a football player. Yep. London Fletcher was undersized. He was a football player. Dean gives me the impression he's a football player. Same here. Uh, tremendous instincts. That's something you can't teach. That's something you can't handicap or stick an analytical number on it. He just understands where to be, when he's got to be there, and react to what the other guys are doing. That's why I think he'll fit in just fine as the one and only linebacker who will be on the field all year long for the Philadelphia Eagles. The rest of the linebackers, seems like they're going to figure it out as they go along. Right, exactly. Uh, the running back part of it, uh, you know, we could talk about Jalen Hurts, but you still have to run the ball sometimes. Uh, Miles Sanders is now in Carolina. Swift, Gamewell, Boston Scott, they're all there. Uh, what's your thoughts on what the Eagles have potentially at running back and in the running game? Should be fine. I don't think there's a dominant back amongst them. Um, I'm a DeAndre Swift fan, and uh, when uh, Detroit did what they did to move up in the first round and draft the kid from Alabama, uh, as high as they did, I said uh, they might just trade DeAndre Swift. They're sure enough, the Eagles trade for him in less than 48 hours, which I think just shows you what kind of GM they have. Harry Roseman uh, sees opportunity and then seizes it. Um, I, I, I'm very intrigued by Kenny Gainwell coming into the year because it looks like He's their lead guy, if they have a lead guy. I don't even know if you should call him a lead guy, but of those that will be on the roster, I think they're starting with the belief that he's going to be the biggest producer and get the ball more than anybody else. I think people overstated what he did last year in the postseason. He had the one phenomenal game against the Giants, but uh, he didn't make a difference in the Super Bowl. Miles had a bad Super Bowl, uh, made a bad decision on the first run Mm -hmm. of the game, and then got himself hurt. Uh, So Kenny Gainwell is, I think it's his overall job to lose as the number one back. I'll be very intrigued to see if he can hang on to it all year. Jalen Hurts is obviously one of the top players, not just in the division, but in the league. Any subtle things with him, Jody, when you watch him, like he could be a little better here or a little bit of there. I mean, you know, we're talking about tweaking here, but where can he be? might be a little bit better? In a word, his worries, none, zero, zip, yeah. zilch. Here was the only one I had, and it got shut down pretty quickly during this offseason once they reported the camp. I feared that Jalen might be grasped by too many people that everybody was going to want a piece with him, and everybody's going to want to do interviews, and they're going to want him to do commercials, and they're going to want him to do stuff for the Eagles, and their sponsors, and everything else. And he's such a good kid that he might not be able to say no. But then I hear that uh, they asked him to do the quarterback show for next year, the one that they did this year on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It was very good that used Marcus Mariota, as a matter of fact, before he right. became an Eagle. Yeah. I thought, oh, that, see, that, that's the kind of thing that could take Jalen away from what he needs to do to continue to become great. No, he has said in every interview that he's done, including the big one he did in Sports Illustrated, football's my life. It's my number one priority, and that's what I work at every single day and just try and fit my left rest of my life around it. You can't ask for a more dedicated player than that. Everybody I talk to at Oklahoma and at, at Alabama 
told me the same thing, that this guy just wants to play football. There's a maturity to him. He's a great teammate. And it seems like on the pro level, that's continuing and it's played out the same way. And give credit to the Philadelphia Eagles for sniffing that out before a lot of other people did. Um, I didn't know that Jalen Hurts was going to become this good this quickly right. into his career. I sung the praises of the Eagles for their use of a second-round pick to take him, but it was for what I saw as a very simple reason, and people weren't buying it. They wanted an inexpensive backup. They thought he could come in because he's a smart kid and a hard worker. He'd be a nice backup. You didn't have to pay him for four years. He was going to be the guy holding the clipboard for Carson Wentz. Well, certain things happening before you know it. He's just starting quarterback and taking you to the Super Bowl, and he's a $200 million man. Now, anybody who said they saw that coming, yeah, I, I need to uh, put them on a lie detector. But it was just a flat-out smart play by the Philadelphia Eagles they're ahead of the curve on a lot of different things, and Harry Roseman gets all the credit for that. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because Trey Lance is going to be the third quarterback with the 49ers. Such limited tape on him. Carson, mm-hmm. And it was F- FCS tape. Carson Wentz was FCS tape. Right? And Trubisky had one year. You know, we keep going through the guys that, that just put down one year. There was a lot of Jalen Hurts. Yep. And I give the Eagles a lot of credit of saying, okay, there's a lot, and they knew the pros and cons when they drafted them, and I think that really helped. What's your thought on limited tape versus extensive tape on a quarterback? Yeah, I like to see a kid play and play against yeah. the highest level. Uh, you go from the SEC to the Big 12, and you're a Heisman Trophy candidate when you transfer. And some people help transferring against them. Well, Tua Tungablo went in and won a college football championship coming off the bench. And he's a pretty damn good NFL quarterback, too, if he can stay healthy. Uh, I never understood why people didn't uh, understand and or give him credit for what he achieved on the college level. And now it's showing through that he's uh, one of the top NFL quarterbacks. You want to you know why I never once criticized his transfer to Oklahoma? He got his degree from Alabama. He did what he was supposed to do, and then he decided, look, I want to play. Well, he, he went to Oklahoma with a degree. And he was young, too. He got to yeah. college young, and he was he's still young today as compared to as much experience that he has in the league. He's just uh, a young man that uh, people should admire for, A, his work ethic, and B, his commitment to his craft. Your thoughts, you talk about Nick Sirianni. They've had to change the coaching staff a bit out of necessity. When you're good, people want to hire your people. So they have new coordinators and so forth. What's your sense on how that's played out to this point? Um, again, we, we go through preseason and they show you absolutely nothing. nothing. So your guess is as good as mine. I've uh, seen interviews. I did an interview with uh, Sean Desai on WIP down in Philadelphia. Good guy, smart guy, told us nothing. Uh, but that's the way they do their business. They want to wait. They think they get a competitive advantage by playing their cards as close to the vest as they are. Um, what is going to really intrigue me about the side is, I've been saying this on our Birds 365 show for the last couple of weeks, we don't know who the starting, well, we've got a pretty good grasp on one starting linebacker and one starting safety. We don't know for sure who's going to be the other starting linebacker and the other starting safety. We've all got good educated guesses, but do we know it? No. Last year, the four guys who held down those four positions 
played almost every single snap. They never right. came off the field. That's why N'Kobe Dean only has 32 snaps to his name because White and Edwards played every single snap and um, the safeties played every single snap except for when uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson was hurt. I wonder if that's going to be the same or if they'll do some situational substituting this year. Chauncey may do it differently than Jonathan Gannon. Uh, and again, something we won't know until after they take the field and we can go back and analyze the tape of their opener against the Patriots. Always smart. Always great to talk with you. Appreciate your great commentary, Jody. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Anytime.